another episode of the Main Street Telegraph, or MST. We're short on time around here. We need to make cuts where we can. Before I get started today, I wanted to read some feedback. My first email from a listener. Hi, B. I just discovered your podcast today and binge listened to them at work. You're doing an amazing job. I'm so glad I heard about you from the scare you to sleep. Keep up the good work. You make my eight-hour shifts not seem so long anymore. Haley. Thank you for the support, Haley. It's really nice to hear from folks I don't even know. (laughs) And for those of you listening who don't know what Scary to Sleep is, it's a podcast run by the amazing and talented Shelby Scott, where she reads scary stories written by herself and others. Now, it isn't exactly child-friendly, so be careful there, but there is a child-friendly episode that is very loved. You can find a link to Scare You to Sleep in today's show notes at MainStreetTelegraph.com. Thank you again, Haley, for writing in. If you'd like to write me, send an email to MainStreetTelegraph at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Today's trivia question is, what console was the original Kingdom Hearts game released on? I'll give you a hint. It came out in 2002. The Disney Cruise Line has increased their recommended gratuity guidelines. I had to look up exactly what that meant, as I've never been on a cruise before. Gratuity, of course, refers to tipping. But it works a little different since meals and non-alcoholic drinks are included. Essentially, if you are willing to pay the recommended amount, you can pay it before you go on your cruise, or pay automatically by having it added to your onboard account. The charges you rack up on stuff not included. And pay it at the end of the cruise. If you want to pay a different amount or pay in cash, you have to head to the guest services desk on board to take care of it. Interesting. The general headlines I've seen say it's being changed to $13.50 per guest per day, but looking into it further, that's just what is recommended on a three-night cruise for the dining room server and the stateroom host or hostess. It's $10.50 for the dining room assistant server and $3 for the dining room head server. 18% is automatically applied to all spa services packages, and everything else is up to you, except for the babysitting, where it isn't expected at all. For the four-night cruise, the top-tier tip is $18, and for the seven-night cruise, $31.50. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, and I hope I am, for a seven-night cruise, you'll end up paying a minimum of $1,323 on tips alone if you only go with one other person. Not that I'm against tipping, but it's definitely something to take into consideration when planning your trip, because it feels like a hidden fee not everyone would take into account, since with most cruise lines it's added to your shipboard account and not something you're looking at up front. It also takes more effort to change the amount than it is to pay it as it is, since you have to do it in person. While we're on the topic of the Disney Cruise Line, Disney purchased a small island, 700 acres, in the Bahamas, south of Disney-owned Castaway Cay, called Lighthouse Point. The purchase had to be approved by the Bahamian government. While Disney plans to use a portion of the island as a destination for their guests, they also plan to preserve other parts. This is likely part of the agreement that they have undertaken. has it that the new attraction, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland, set to open with the rest of Galaxy's Edge this summer, is a 28-minute experience. That's a crazy engaging headline, isn't it? Well, the actual ride is about four and a half minutes long. 
The rest of that time is your journey from the entrance to the exit. The ride is meant to be pretty immersive, with a pre-show and themed cues. According to comicbook.com, the ride will include 18 show areas, life-size at-at walkers, and 305 animatronic figures and droids, 100 of which will be stormtroopers pursuing you as you make your escape. back, MST told you about the upcoming Lion King Festival at Disneyland Paris, and more details have been released about what you can expect. Shows include The Lion King, Rhythms of the Pride Lands, which will likely remind folks of The Lion King Broadway show with the use of puppetry. There will also be live tribal singers and dancers. The King of the Swingers show, we still don't know much about, beyond King Louis, Baloo, and Mickey exploring, quote, Four fantastic, never-before-seen worlds, end quote. Street performances are also being added. You'll see the Hakuna Matantam Band and traditional African drumming Djembe Academy. You can learn the Mata dance with Timon and Pumbaa in Adventureland. And finally, a beautiful Lion King segment will be added to Illuminations. It may seem bizarre to some, but Walt Disney World has already started selling tickets for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party for fall this year. There are 36 different nights available. Disneyland is expected to begin selling their tickets sometime this spring. Disneyland's new Mickey's Mix Magic Fireworks Spectacular looks like a hit. The show utilizes projections, so no matter where you are on Main Street, you are surrounded by sights to see. Those sights and sounds are from and inspired by The Jungle Book, Aristocats, Aladdin, The Haunted Mansion, Coco, and Frozen, complete with snow. Of course, there are also wonderful projections over at It's a Small World and the Rivers of America, which are great options to avoid some of the crowding. And hey, if you're spending a few days at the park, consider viewing all three. I'll leave a link in the show notes over at MainStreetTelegraph.com to Walt Disney World News' today's coverage of it. They have videos from two different viewing locations, and they're just a really awesome resource. New popcorn buckets will be released soon, and honestly, while I've never been that into them, these are really cool. They are Mickey, Minnie, and Steamboat Willie balloon-shaped buckets. They look really cool, but plan ahead because you know people will be waiting for hours in line to nab one. Some other merchandise without the line wait. Uh, the 2019 Chinese New Year will be here February 5th, and it is the year of the pig. So naturally, Disney's three little pigs are getting some extra attention, with Gucci releasing a line of clothes and accessories featuring the trio, including shirts, watches, bags, shoes, and more. Don't ask me how much any of the items cost, I'm afraid to know. But on that note, this inspired me to head over to shopdisney.com and see what strange or crazy expensive items are there for purchase. Like a purse shaped like a slice of pizza with Mickey head pepperonis, or purses that are just the heads of Flynn Rider, Aladdin, or Eric. Or you can pick up a Haunted Mansion hostess or ghost host costume for the pet in your life, complete with a Haunted Mansion-themed leash. 
Some of the most expensive items include the Ultimate Millennium Falcon Lego set for $800, a heart pendant formed by 12 Mickey icons, which is 36 diamonds, set in 14 karat gold at only $8,075, a Mickey Mouse Runwell turntable by Shinola for $2,749.95, and a limited edition Iron Man ballpoint pen by S.T. DuPont. Did I pronounce that right? I hope so. For $715. I think my wallet just ran for cover. Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be released in Japan and other Asian countries on the 25th. That's five days from now. And there are spoilers everywhere, so much so that developers are stacking releases after the release date on Friday, on the 29th, a digest covering all of the events in Kingdom Hearts up until this point will be available to download. There are also at least two hidden endings, and it looks like an epilogue will be released on the 30th, and a secret video, I guess an alternate ending, will drop on the 31st. The goal behind all this is an attempt to let people fully experience the game after the release without worrying about the ending being spoiled for them but it won't be released in the rest of the world until the 29th. And if you're wondering what the heck is Kingdom Hearts because you've never played it, don't feel bad, I haven't either. You can find the link to a nifty Gizmodo article explaining the whole thing over at MainStreetTelegraph.com. Again, Kingdom Hearts 3 will be released for PS4 and Xbox One on January 25th in Japan and everywhere else on the 29th. To answer today's trivia question, what console was the original Kingdom Hearts game released on? It came out on the PlayStation 2 in 2002, though the remastered version is available for the PS3 and PS4. It's time to button up this week's show. Thank you for listening. You can send any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, or criticism to MainStreetTelegraph at gmail.com. You can also listen to and download shows over at MainStreetTelegraph.com. You can find MST on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Overcast. Shucks, you can even ask your smart speaker. If you like the show, head on over to iTunes and give us a rating. And if you really loved it, tell a friend. So long for now. I hope you have the most magical week. South of Disney-owned Castaway K, called Lighthouse, eh. called Le- 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 Le-